You don't want to miss this episode of The Passion of the Let Go. Leave us a message at anchor.fm slash bold standards and let us know your thoughts about letting go. Let's go. And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> this is not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm Joy, and this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind blowing pandemic. To bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Welcome to the challenge. Okay, one more time. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how I can do a podcast with a dog all over me. I really literally was just fine until right now. So you just have to let it go. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) No. And you know what? That is exactly what we're talking about tonight. Letting it go. Like I was shocked to read Mm. about Katie Couric and her discomfort in an interview that happened 16 (laughs) years ago. (laughs) And so I, I, I mean, Ashley, we got to talk about this because I think, I think this is something that's prevalent in society, but for Katie, uh, I, I really had an issue with bringing something up. Now she didn't bring it up on like the today show or good morning America. She brought it up on a, a podcast, not so much different than our own, except with a guy who, like you said, his name kind of sounds like a wine, <laughs> Pellegrino, like a like a sparkling water. It does. Um, what was the name of the podcast? Uh, Everything Iconic. Yeah, Everything mm-hmm. Iconic with Danny Pellegrino. Danny, we love your last name, by the way. Yes. But you had a guest on the show, Katie Couric, <laughs> you know, who at one time was considered America's sweetheart. And <laughs> I don't. How do people get the the whole America's sweetheart thing anyway what's that about <laughs> like seriously like between her <laughs> Jennifer Aniston um well. I think there have been a couple of others oh Jennifer Garner yeah Sandra Bullock is yeah. anyone getting kind if of you uh... line them up together <laughs> you know I I think we could find some similarities but I'm just I saying think, you know yeah we're just saying okay <laughs> so everything iconic with Deli Danny I'm sorry Danny not Deli <laughs> obviously you <laughs> want deli some Deli and some wine a Deli's a place where you get food okay <laughs> and it better be good food so mm, mm, mm. there was this time on King of the Hill by the way where Bobby oh. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah I gotta bring this in. Where Bobby goes and he finds the New York deli. Oh, no. And, of course, Hank, his father, doesn't really want to eat there. So they, <laughs> they you know, start to leave. And, and Bobby's like, Dad, can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> and Hank says, sure. You know, 
And so uh, he he goes to the bathroom, but on his way, he says to the owner of the deli, you know, put put me some put put a sandwich together for me or whatever. Now, mind you, this deli is like, you know, like giving it's 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 like this New York deli. However, you know, he's taking have you ever seen like the ice cream scoops when people scoop out oh like tuna yeah. and stuff and put oh, it on a sandwich? That's so nasty to me. It's yeah. that kind of deli. <laughs> so Bobby ends up getting gout. And <laughs> I'm like, Bobby's like 13 years old with gout and and I, they're like they're like telling they're like saying okay his parents go you need to stop you know whatever it is you're eating that's giving you this gout but he keeps going oh my god back to the New York deli so Danny Pellegrino I want you to know that your name brought up something really <laughs> funny tonight beyond wine and sparkling water um yeah. the fact of the matter is like you, you your name just sparked this whole conversation about king yeah. of the hill so and thank gout. you so much and gout mm-hmm. <laughs> and the 13 year old little boy in middle school <laughs> who was trying to pull himself to the school dance where he had promised <laughs> he had asked someone out and promised he'd be there but had gout and then suddenly <laughs> was just <laughs> wow so sad yeah. So anyway, that back to back to Katie Kirk. So she does this interview uh, with Danny Pellegrino. I'm loving saying the name, by the way. (laughs) But it's about a 2004. She she's having problem (laughs) letting go of a 2004 interview that she did with Denzel Washington, which she said made her feel uncomfortable. Now. She didn't say the interview <laughs> happened last year. Mm-hmm. She didn't say the interview happened five years ago. She said 2004. How old were you, Ashley? Um, yeah, I was 15. Okay, and um. I was just getting out of college. <laughs> so let me just say, I, I'm actually thinking about that time. And when I look back at that time, I, I there are very few things that come to mind that uh, really trouble me uh, or that or, or that are baggage that I'm carrying. But apparently she let loose on this podcast about this embarrassing moment she had in 2004 with Denzel Washington. Now, she's 63 years old hmm. and obviously has not let this go. Now, I don't know if she went to therapy and talked to her therapist about it. I don't know if she did, had, did that or tried that. I don't know why she chose this podcast at this particular time to literally lament. And those of you all mm. who don't know what lament is, it means mm. to go on and on mm. about wow. something that concern you. So she did this. And so for me, Ashley, I, when I read about it, and, and Twitter went off on this, but mm. when I read about it and read her comments, I was concerned and I did send her a tweet. I, I tweeted, um, I subtweeted. So I was real passive aggressive, <laughs> but I did include her. I didn't do like other people because other people did not put her in their, their comment. They, well, they didn't good. tag her. I tagged her and I said it was unprofessional because I thought to myself when I read what she said about 
you know, the, the, the describing the interview, mm-hmm. I thought to myself, well, basically Denzel checked you. He checked you. And, oh, and I'm what I'm sure was a very professional Denzel way, clear, straight and to the point, you know, and that's, that's Denzel. Like, mm-hmm. like he said, Hollywood is a bunch of, a, a, a bunch of stars on this like concrete walk like it literally is he said acting was his job but not his life right mm-hmm. he's a human being his job is acting and so this I- idea that somehow he's a part of Hollywood culture and subscribes to that is not quite uh, a notion that he accepts for him mm-hmm. it's a job now for some people it's a a life and that's that's how they define themselves. Obviously, it wasn't how he defined himself. But the telltale sign that concerned me most about it was when Homegirl said, yes, Katie, you said it. If you hear this, you hear it from me. When you said that you thought maybe he felt some kind of way or felt guilty or what have mm. you, um, when he donated to the, the cancer society, you know, uh, that she founded. And I'm thinking to myself, no, he donated because he wanted to. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with feeling guilty about the interview or anything like that. He donated because he wanted to. It just seemed to me like there was some sort of either uh, stuff that she just had not dealt with or just, again, what, what, why would you vilify? Because it almost sounded like a vilifying interview. She turned mm-hmm. an embarrassing moment for herself into an opportunity to really kind of vilify in a, in a passive aggressive way, uh, and a Hollywood or acting rather icon. Now that, that I mean to make herself more relevant I'm curious to that because as a journalist mm-hmm. as someone who was a journalism major I felt a little bit concerned about the way that she was going about that Katie what's up with you girl mm-hmm. Woo! oh my goodness you know it's interesting when I first heard about this I genuinely thought that this was something that happened like a few weeks ago I didn't know um I think you said it to me that this was 15 16 years ago and I was like Mm. okay Mm. and I think that was my first concern because 16 years ago to me if you are holding on to something from that long ago, it makes me ask the question, okay, so was there some insecurity going on around that time mm. that you, you know, and, and I, um, it also makes me think, you know, if there's something that's bothering you in the moment, then it, it's better to go ahead and deal with those feelings if you can in the moment. I know some of you may be like me, and sometimes it takes me a little bit to mold things over, but please deal with your feelings because they should not be lingering 16 years later. Not something like this. I mean, no. honestly, at the end of the day, Joy, I I think a phone call to him the next day could have, you know, sufficed probably. Yeah, Lionel Richie said it best. Hello. <laughs> oh, gosh. And I mean, I, I truly, yeah. I think that, again, where th- there, there was a problem. Where was yeah. the the professional tact yeah. in calling and saying, hey, Denzel, w- was there something about what I asked that was 
you know, affecting you, affected you negatively. Can we talk through this? And see, we don't do enough of that. And that's why we have people all over this society who are literally (laughs) bringing up stuff that happened 25 years ago. Hmm. And I'm like, so what was it that triggered you to bring it up now? I, I would like to know. Now, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I know that there are levels and layers to this, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that there are some people out there who have struggled for years on whether or not to tell their story. And I want to let you know your story is valid. But what I don't get is stuff like this, like Katie's story. To me, that's not something to drudge up after 16 years. Yeah. You need to let it go. I think Frozen did a great job yeah. of of sharing with us the value of letting things go. <laughs> and I and I and I do mean you, letting it go, not just throwing it out, but processing what it was about it that impacted you, affected you, caused you this kind of emotional distress and figuring out how you're going to uh, uh, deal with it as an adult, as an adult. Okay. That, that is what I need Katie and everyone else out here to hopefully begin to grasp is that (laughs) we can be mature adults and go to the person even 16 years Mm -hmm. ago she was still an adult and 16 years before that she was still an adult okay so that means that for for when she did that interview she was in her what late 40s she was a grown adult on her grown woman and so she had an opportunity to go to Denzel to say hey I was uncomfortable about my the interview can Mm -hmm. you help me you know understand why you came off that way you know or whatever she she could have talked to him about that offline but to get on a show with someone with a sparkling uh water name um (laughs) (laughs) Pellegrino and say these things I wonder what is your motive and that's another thing what is your motive and for those of you out there who haven't let stuff go what is your motive for bringing things up you know years later is it healing is it just because you you need to feel important and you feel diminished or hidden what is your purpose i want i really want to know yeah i think that's a good question because i think when you bring stuff up from the past and i mean the past past like this (laughs) it really reflects poorly on your character whether you meant for it to or not yeah and quite frankly like you said people went off on her on twitter and, you know, it's because if you, I, I think if you look at it, it's kind of like, okay, Katie, you're bringing this up and this is almost dragging him through the mud. Yet you look at his character and you don't really see him doing things like that. And no. so, you know, it's it's making her look bad by bringing this up in the public 16 years later. And quite frankly, you know, just on another note, just from personality wise, we've all seen Denzel Washington in some interviews. Homeboy is from what, New York? He's from the North. <laughs> He's a true northerner and he is just straight to the point, straight in your face, straight up, say it like it is. That's, that's how he has always been. Yeah. And I think that's why people like him. So 
it's just yeah I, I just don't think this is so much about Denzel as it is what you said you know there was something else going on internally and his straightforward approach triggered something that yes. interview triggered something within her and obviously it's something that hasn't been dealt with mm-hmm. and it was handled the wrong way and y'all this is what happens when you don't let go because I think about How many hours of her life in the past 16 years has she spent stressing and thinking about this? That just makes me stressed. Doesn't it? I just finished teaching students who are stressed. That makes (laughs) me stressed. Thinking about the fact that she held on for 16 years for something. And that's that's something that stressed her. No, no, Katie. Katie, come again. Try again. We're, we can't, we're not going to send the lifeboat for that. Like, to no. me, you're going to have to try again. Swim a little bit harder. Try again. Do better. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I, I truly, truly believe you have got to deal with what's going on in you. And that goes for everyone else. I want you to challenge yourself to, you know, really figure out why it is that you're continuing to hold on to stuff mm-hmm. and, and, you know, deal with it, whether it be in therapy, whether it be venting, whether it be journaling, whether it be just a- again, looking at working through these limiting beliefs, beliefs about things that really aren't even valid. Yeah. I think you just got to do that. I think we all have to do that. Let's challenge Absolutely. ourselves to do that because if you're still holding on to stuff, you need to go to the person. You need to deal with it in, within yourself so that you can let go. That plane is not going to fly because it's too weighted down with junk, mm. junk, junk, junk. Let's get mm. rid of junk. That's right. Junk keeps you stuck. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it keeps you stuck and grounded on the ground. So someone's got to get off that plane. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Challenge yourself, folks. Let's do that. And Katie, you know what? Um, yeah, I, I think that you're going to learn something from this. Even in your 60s, I believe that you can take something from this. So absolutely. if you do ever hear our podcast, which we hope you do. Yay. I hope you learned something from us tonight and everyone else. We hope you did too. So challenge yourself, let go of the baggage. We don't want you walking around like the invisible hunchback of Notre Dame because you're carrying too much on your back. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a Weird Friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao!